That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you absolutely fabulous. In today's segment, what I want to touch on really quickly, it's not going to be a very long one, is just this assault on language. It's, I believe it's, it's a, it's a subversive tactic, similar to cultural revolution, where if you can reshape how people communicate, you can reshape their minds and you can reshape reality, whether true or not, because communication is how we evolve with one another. It's how we relate to one another. It's how we unify or it's how we divide. And it just depends. But this assault on language is, is purposefully used to obviously divide, confuse, see chaos, violence, emotional volatility, you know, all of these things. And so I just want to go over a few words that words and terms that objectively either have no meaning whatsoever or just don't exist and they've just made them up <laughs> basically and so let's go down the list we're going to start off with social justice now social justice is defined as justice in terms of the distribution of wealth opportunities and privileges within society okay well the constitution already takes care of this so there's no such thing as social justice Right? There's no such thing as social justice because justice is defined simply as this. In its broadest sense, justice is the principle that people receive what they deserve. Like, you know, like in a meritocracy, you get what you earn. Social justice, although it seems on the surface, you know, like I said, you know, distribution of wealth and opportunities, it seems like it's, you know, going to be benevolent and it's righteous, but Justice already says you're going to get what you deserve. So social justice comes in to sound really, really good, but it actually circumvents you getting what you deserve under the assumption that even if you work really hard, you're not going to get those things. But that's not how this country works. Maybe there was a period in time where it did, but that's not how this country works today. And so social justice is, like I said, it's just a, a weapon to divide and to tear down our, our country and to justify that, that aggression. Okay, so no such thing as social justice at all. There's justice and injustice and that's it. Okay, moving on. Transgender. Now transgender is defined as individuals who have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from the sex that they were assigned at birth. First of all, you're not assigned a sex at birth, you're born. And you can find out the sex of the baby while the baby's still in the womb. So they make it seem like it's this arbitrary thing that's actually done by like the doctor. Like, oh, like he's just guessing or she's guessing. Like they flip a coin, heads is a girl, tails is a boy. That's not how it works, okay? And transgender doesn't actually exist. So that definition is ridiculous in and of itself. But transgender doesn't exist because it's not possible to transition biologically from one gender to another. Okay, so we're binary, there's only two, and it's not possible to transition between the two. You can't travel, there's no bridge between the two. Now, what one can do is they can pharmaceutically 
alter themselves. They can surgically alter themselves. They can change their mannerisms to, to basically simulate one of the two binaries, even though they say that there's not really two, which is interesting, but they, they can alter their characteristics and, and mannerisms and behavior to, to simulate one of the two binaries and they can change their, their style of dress, but that's it. They can't actually transition. It's a, it's a very extreme form of, of, of dress up basically. And so I have no problem with, we're in a free society. I have no problem with the person choosing to live this way as an adult, if you want to, cool, because as an inalienable right, if it doesn't infringe on me, you have at it. Anything beyond that though, is, is unacceptable. You know, with application to children or having these things done with taxpayer money, like things you see in the military and whatnot, like no. Also, I should have included this. I'll give this an honorable mention. Instead of saying gender identity disorder, they now say gender dysphoria. I should have added that in there because that's also ridiculous. They did that once again to use language to try to soften the blow of what this actually is. And it's a mental disorder. These people are mentally diseased and what they deserve and what they need is compassionate help with patience. That's what's actually needed here. Okay, but then to say gender dysphoria and try to make it seem like they're not actually mentally diseased is, is just another way to assault language and try to reshape reality using these terms. I should have thrown that in there, but I'll give that an honorable mention under transgender. Next is anti-racism. That's defined as a range of ideas and political actions which are meant to counter racial prejudice, systemic racism, and the oppression of a specific racial of specific racial groups. And I find this especially hypocritical because the anti-racist is racist primarily against white people. So they're actually doing, they're the ones who are actually racist. There's no such thing as anti-racism. Racism is wrong. There's right and there's wrong. And racism is wrong. So no one needs to come out and say, hey, I'm anti-wrong. No, all you have to do is just be on the side of right. You don't have to proclaim that you're anti-wrong. Anti-racism is just yet another weaponized term that has no real meaning. Actually, it means the opposite of what it says that it is, right? Kind of like Antifa saying that we're anti-fascist, yet they're fascist. Anti-racists are actually racist. So I guess it does mean something. It means that you're racist. If you proclaim to be anti-racist, you're actually a racist. You could just be for the right and against what's wrong and, and for what's right, and you'd be completely fine. Also, this stuff is already covered in the Constitution. The protection for transgender is covered in the Constitution. You don't need social justice, distribution of wealth and all that stuff. Nobody's distributing anything. You go and get what you earn. You don't wait to be, have anything distributed to you. That's, that's, we're not communist. You don't have to wait for all that. You can just go get it. And there's nothing stopping you, no matter who you are. There's nothing stopping you. Save your own mind. Okay, moving on. Oh, I like this one. Hate speech is defined as public speech that expresses hate or encourages violence towards a person or group based on something such as race, religion, sex, or sexual orientation. Now, I'm going to get to sexual orientation in a second. While speech is defined as the vocal form of human communication, there's no such thing as hate speech. There's just speech, which is the vocal form 
of human communication. Now, if you wanna talk about laws, what's lawful and what's unlawful, that's already spelled out in the Constitution under the First Amendment. So there, there's no such thing as hate speech. And, and to believe that you can assign, like you yourself can assign what somebody else's motivation is, is all subjective. These things are not objectively true. Okay, this is all subjective. Social justice, hate, speech, all that stuff is all subjective. You can't do that. You can't assign, and, and typically, and I'm gonna get to hate crime as well, with, with hate speech and with hate crime, the only thing you need is to have people that are different. That's it. So if a black person is, is yelling at another black person and calling them profanities and calling them a nigger and all this kind of stuff, that's not, a, that's not hate speech. <laughs> if a black person kills another black person, that's not a hate crime. But you change the races, all of a sudden it's a hate crime, all of a sudden it's hate speech. Do you see what I'm saying? That's not real, that's not true at all. There's crime and then there's, so there's, there's crime and then there's the law abiding. Okay, but let's move on. So hate speech doesn't exist. And that takes me into hate crime is defined as a prejudice motivated crime that occurs when a perpetrator targets a victim because of their membership or perceived membership of a certain social group or racial demographic. While crime is defined as an act that violates the law. There's no such thing as hate crime. There's just, as I said, things that violate the law and then people who are law abiding, that's it. You can't presume to know what the motivation of an assailant is simply based on their race or their gender or their political affiliation. That's a prejudice in and of itself. So there's no such thing as hate crime. There's just crime. That's it. And to assign extra sentencing or harsh, harsher sentencing because you label it a hate crime is not justified. That's actually not justice because that's not giving that person what they deserve. If a person kills someone, you prosecute them to the full extent of the law, that's justice. If, you, if they kill someone and like, let's say that they murder someone and they're supposed to get 25 years and then you say, oh, you, you designated a hate crime, so now they're gonna get an extra 10 years, that's not justice. That's not justified at all. That's not them getting what they deserve. And it's a fundamental breakdown of justice. So hate crime is just a term that's used to dismantle justice and what undergirds our, our judicial system. That's it. Here's another good one. All of a sudden, you can't say sexual preference anymore because from what I, did, what I can determine, it hurts some people's feelings. Some people, not everybody, but it hurts some people's feelings. So all of a sudden, you can't say sexual preference. So I'm gonna define, you have to say sexual orientation now. This is just another war on language. There's nothing wrong with saying sexual preference, but I'm gonna define orientation and preference here. So orientation in place of preference. Orientation itself has no clear definition, but may refer to physical positioning, mathematics, and more. So there's no, even, there's no clear definition of orientation. It depends on which context you put it in. And then preference, preference is defined as a technical term usually used in relation to choosing between alternatives. Now, if you're a man and you prefer men, that's, that's a sexual preference. 
if, you, if you're a man, you prefer women, that's a sexual preference. I don't understand why they needed to change it. Who is offending that it's a preference? Oh, it's orientation. Like, what are you, like, you're reading a map? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? What difference does it make? It's because it's just another, they've weaponized a term to make people who they view as their enemies to make them seem as less human so that they can justify aggression against them. It's just a weaponized term. Nobody had any problems whatsoever with sexual preference until recently. And I still don't think that most people who are gay even have an issue with it. They don't care, they just live their lives. They love who they love and they just move on. But all of a sudden, you have these folks that are hijacking these terms so that they can use it to destroy a country that allows gay people to have all the freedom that they do. They, they don't have this in other countries. So I, I find that interesting that you're more free here than any place else, yet you're trying to destroy the liberty here and you're using, you're, you're hijacking the LGBTQ movement to accomplish this because that's what they do. They hijack movements, they hijack civil rights movement, they hijack all of these movements. They hijack the pro-life, pro-choice movement, which it isn't actually a pro-life, pro-choice movement with regards to abortion. It's pro-life and pro-death. But I'll get into that in another segment. I'm gonna talk about my pro-life, pro-death and not pro-choice because once again, that's just an assault on language. Okay, moving on. Oh, I love this one. This is the last one. White privilege is defined as societal privilege that benefits white people over non-white people, particularly if they are otherwise under the same social, political, or economic circumstances. While privilege is defined as a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available under only to a particular person or group. There's no such thing as white privilege. It's another made up term. Do you see how the language kind of is the same? You look at anti-racism and white privilege and social justice. It's all around equity and distribution of wealth and all this stuff. It seems like you're talking about fairness, but no. What's fair is a meritocracy. What's fair is actual justice and you getting what you've earned, getting what you deserve. That's what's actually fair. Free market capitalism is actually fair. Socialism is actually unfair. Communism is actually unfair. Do you understand a straight democracy? is 51% ruling over the 49. That's actually unfair. That's why straight democracy doesn't work. So when you hear talk, people talking about old democracy, it's all weaponized. It's all stemming from the same seed of evil. So white privilege doesn't actually exist. Privilege exists and we know it, we see it everywhere. A billionaire is gonna have way more privileges no matter their ethnicity, gender, height. <laughs> They're gonna have more privileges even what country they come from, they can have more privileges than somebody who's even like a millionaire. And somebody who's a millionaire is gonna have way more privileges than somebody who's making maybe $300,000 a year. And somebody making $300,000 a year is gonna have more privileges than somebody making $60,000 a year, so forth and so on. And somebody who is famous, no matter how much they make, are gonna have way more privileges. I would say fame gives people way more, way more privilege and way more influence than anything else. Once again, regardless of ethnicity and gender or even sexual preference. So here's what I do and here's why I encourage all of you to do. Don't play these games at all. Don't play them. I don't. I'm not gonna use your pronouns unless it's grammatically correct. I'm not gonna use words that don't mean anything and that don't really exist. 
I'm not going to call you transgender. I'm not going to say gender identity or gender dysphoria. It's not true. You suffer from gender identity disorder. I'm not going to, I'm going to use privilege. I'm going to use justice. I'm going to use crime. I'm going to use speech. I'm not going to put all of these suffixes in, in or prefixes in front of them that don't mean anything. You're not going to suck me into your, I'm not anti-racist. I'm against what's wrong. And I'm also not any kind of phobic that's absolutely ridiculous as something else that's been weaponized, but it actually does mean something, so I didn't include it in this list. I'm not anything phobic, <laughs> like at all. The Constitution already covers all of that. The Constitution already gives you the right and the freedom to live how you want to live. And if anybody violates and infringes on your rights, they're in the wrong and they can be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. It's the way that works. It's the way that works. Now, before I go, I do want to give an honorable mention, another honorable mention to mostly peaceful because the way it's been used in 2020, when the riots hit, it was used to try to deflect and try to once again soften the blow like saying gender dysphoria. They try to normalize these, these scenarios that aren't normal. If they were normal, they wouldn't have to normalize them but they're not normal, so they have to normalize them. Saying mostly peaceful, when everything's burning behind you, when people are dying and people are getting pulled out of their, out of their shops and being beaten in the street with crowbars and being kicked and, and beaten to death, nothing about that is mostly peaceful. So I'll give that an honorable mention, that mostly peaceful, with, as it's applied in that context, is actually very, very ignorant. You can't be mostly something and then be something. Like, I can't be mostly black. That, that doesn't work. Even though I check my genetics, I'm 78% West African. I have like 12% British and Irish. So you could actually say, oh, I, I'm mostly, I'm predominantly African who, who resides in America. I'm predominantly African. No, that's not how I'm looked at. I'm looked at as just black not mostly black. I can't be mostly a man, mostly a father, mostly a husband. Like I'm just a husband Monday through Saturday. On Sunday, I get to do whatever I want. I'm single. No, you are what it is that you are. So you can't be mostly peaceful. You're either peaceful or you're not peaceful. And to be mostly peaceful means that you're not really peaceful. See, that? Like if I'm mostly good, I'm not really good. I mostly follow the law. I'm a criminal. <laughs> That's the way that works. Anyway, like, share, and subscribe. Let me know what you guys think uh, about this. But what I encourage all of you to do, as I said, is don't even play the game. Don't get sucked down that rabbit hole. It's, it's a rigged game. It's rigged.